Good morning and a very warm welcome to St. Anne's Midweek Online Reflections. It's great that you're able to be with us again. I'm sorry about last week that there wasn't one, uh, with circumstances being what they are, we just never got time uh, to actually write and record a reflection. But we're back on track now and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy this week's reflection. I'm going to share with you from Matthew chapter 14, a very, very well-known passage where Jesus walks on water. Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 onwards. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. It's an amazing passage, very, very well-known passage, but I'm just going to share some thoughts with you about that today. But before I do, just going to start with a little bit of humour, a bit of joke, a bit of a, light, a small joke. One day, a pastor, a vicar and an Irishman went on a fishing trip together. They're in the boat and the pastor says, Oh no, I left the paddles on the shore. And so he proceeds to get out of the boat and walk on the water to the shoreline to get the paddles. Once he got back into the boat, the vicar says, Oh no, I've left the bait on the shore too. And like the pastor, the vicar got out of the boat, walked on water to go and fetch the bait. When the vicar climbs back into the boat, the Irishman yells, well, if you two can do it, then I can do it as well. And he proceeds to climb out of the boat, but he falls into the water. And at this point, the pastor turned to the vicar and said, do you think we should have told him about the stepping stones? The disciples in this passage uh, had had a long and tiring day. And Jesus sent them out in the boat to go over to another town. It was, it was dark, and to add to that, this vicious storm had suddenly blew up. And, uh, and we know that that can regularly happen on Lake Galilee. But this was a particularly vicious storm, and the wind was churning, and the waves were buffeting the boat, and they were getting battered, really. And it was when they were at the most afraid that Jesus told them to cheer up that he was with them. And I find that a real comfort 
Because God has to take the storms out of us before he can take us out of the storms of life. What does he say? It is I. Don't be afraid. They're amazing words of encouragement, aren't they? And they're there for us today. And don't we need that little bit of encouragement today with all that we're going through as a nation and as a world? It is I. Don't be afraid. To be aware of God present with us when we're going through the storms of life, when we feel buffeted by the waves, when we can't see clearly what's going to happen in the future because of the spray or whatever it might be. There stands Jesus with his hands outstretched amidst the storm and he says to you and to me, it is I, don't be afraid. Is he reaching out to you today? Do you need to do what Peter did and reach out to him in faith? Verse 28, Peter asked Jesus to tell him to come out on the water to him if this was really happening. Jesus didn't turn to Peter and rebuke him. He didn't say, oh, I'm sorry, Peter, but uh, water walking is only for messiahs. No, what did Jesus do? He showed love and compassion. And actually he said to Peter just one word, come. God calls us to do impossible things by faith. We must never ever underestimate the faith that it took for Peter to step out of that boat in the middle of that storm. And when he did, he walked on water. For just a moment, he experienced the miraculous. The Bible says this, when Peter got out of the boat, he walked on water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. You see, Peter was doing just fine, wasn't he? He was doing all right until he took his eyes off Jesus. As long as he had faith, he did the impossible. He kept his eyes on Jesus and he walked on water. But when he looked around at the worldly things, and he started believing that the storm was going to defeat him. He lost faith and he began to sink. If we forget that Jesus is right there to help us, then we're in danger of letting the storms of life take us. If we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, then we can do mighty things for God by faith. When Christ said, come, Peter put his trust in God and climbed out of the boat. He didn't let fear or the natural circumstances that were going on around stop him. He obeyed Christ's call and he went into the water. Faith is always expressed by obedience to Christ. Peter put his confidence in Christ's word. He didn't look at his own inability to walk on the water. God's grace is sufficient for him and God's grace is sufficient for you and for me today. He isn't expecting us to do anything on our own. In the Bible it says, apart from me, you can do nothing. He will give us all the grace and the strength that we need 
to do his will. Strength sufficient for each day. When Jesus said, come, Peter put all his trust in God and he went. His confidence was based solely on Christ's word, not on his own strength. Implicit in Christ's command is his promise to enable us. He knows that we're pretty useless on our own and we can't do things on our own. But we can do whatever God asks us to do. Because where he calls us, he also equips us and he enables us. You see, just as Peter possessed no natural ability to walk on water, we can be called by God into areas where we feel that we have no natural ability really or no skill set. Obedience to the calling of God will often take us into areas where we don't feel comfortable. We have to step out of our comfort zones in order to grow. Jesus knows how weak we are. And the wise Christian also knows this and places no confidence in our own flesh. Our confidence needs to be solely in Jesus. And if we earnestly seek him with all of our hearts and call out to him faithfully, he will hear us and give grace to help us in our time of need. So today, is God saying, come to you? Is he calling you to follow him? Perhaps he wants to take you somewhere new. Perhaps he wants you to take up a new challenge in your faith, to take on something new as you endeavour to serve him. Perhaps he wants to take you on a journey that leads you deeper into faith. But know this, if he asks you to come, he will equip you to follow him. Following is what it's all about. That's what it means to be a disciple. In verse 30, Peter uttered what is probably the shortest prayer in the whole Bible. He cried out, Lord save me. Everyone needs to say that prayer at some point in their life. I'm sure we've all said it in one form or another. We certainly are, perhaps are all saying it right now. Maybe we're praying, Lord, save us. Save us as a nation. Save as a world. We all need Jesus to save us. He is our only hope. Jesus told Peter that he shouldn't have doubted. When they got back into the boat, everyone on board came and they started worshipping Jesus, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Whenever we do something with God's help, we need to remember to give him the glory for it. When was the last time you gave God the honour and the glory and the praise that he is due? Walking on water is walking by faith. And it's looking to Christ for all we need. It's putting Christ first in our lives and seeking first to do his will. As we look to Christ and put our faith in him, his peace will keep our hearts and minds and enable us to rise above the storms. Others will see it and they'll want to know about this peace. That's walking on water. Let's pray together. Lord, as we 
listen again to that familiar passage. And as we think about the context of our world, of our nation, of our lives today, Lord, we so need to cry out to you, Lord, save us. But we also need to put our trust and our faith in you, to keep our eyes fixed on you, to reach out to you, and to know that you call us to come. Lord, would you help us grow in our faith, help us grow as disciples of you. And would you bless each and every one of us this day, in Jesus' name. Amen. It's lovely to share with you again this morning. I hope that you'll be able to join us on Sunday for our online service. Obviously, our services in church at the moment are cancelled due to this latest lockdown. Hopefully, we'll be able to resume those in due course. But in the meantime, our services will be going live through the usual networks on the website and the social media networks at half past 10 each Sunday morning. I hope you can join us there. God bless and I'll see you soon.